We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. I'm going to go probably Gaitan and Pity and go from there not to give away too much of what i'm planning to do <laughs> if you're playing against me but uh that top four seems pretty solid to me uh you can kind of bury yourself down down at the bottom uh, a little bit more this is the fantasy soccer podcast from rotowire.com your premier source for fantasy sports for player news projections dfs lineup optimizers and more please visit rotowire.com slash soccer and now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. Welcome in and welcome back to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am Daniel Bramlett, and we are back with a return of the solo cast for Major League Soccer for a midweek Wednesday slate. I did this earlier in the year for a slate and busted out a solo cast when none of the other guys were available, and it's fallen to me to do that again. I love Major League Soccer. I love Major League Soccer DFS, so I'm grinding it out for y'all, and hopefully we can do this quick, get a quick overview of the slate and learn something and maybe encourage you to put an extra lineup or two in. Obviously, that's my goal uh, whenever I'm doing. One of these is to uh, hashtag grow the game. Like we talked about in the Rotowire Discord. So let's uh, start with a quick uh, overview of the slate. It's a nice four-game slate, $1,000 corner kick. First prize, 125 bucks. So there you go. <laughs> you need a warm-up for the king of the pitch this weekend in EPL. Come uh, come chase this Ceno with us on Wednesday night. But it's a good slate, and it has uh, some really good players and some good fantasy players and a lot of stars. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It starts with Atlanta hosting Toronto. 
Atlanta back. ATL United is back, but they're going to be missing Ezekiel Barco for the next few games. For the next few weeks, I think, actually, for the uh, Under-20 World Cup. Uh, one of the first of several young players that I'm sure will be departing over the next few weeks. So that's going to challenge ATL to keep up their current run of good form and uh, Toronto's no slouch so that should be a good game ATL currently the biggest favorites on the slate though against Toronto next biggest favorite is an eight o'clock game Chicago hosting New England this is the first time we've ever been able to say I think this year that Chicago's the second biggest favorite on a slate so congratulations fire fans you finally made it all you had to do was host the team that is giving up six goals a game in their last one games to uh, earn that status as a favorite. And uh, Brad Frito, his seat has got to be warming up, obviously, but we're not here to talk about coaching changes. New York Red Bulls host the lifeless Montreal Impact, who uh, made zero impact on their last game, but uh, continue to be somewhat up near the top of the standings. And they they could still be okay this year, but they're going to have a tough road trip going to Red Bull New York, who had a great uh, comeback win against the Galaxy last week. And the slate is rounded off with the Galaxy, who are traveling to Columbus. And uh, despite the presence of Zlatan Ibrahimovic, they are actually road dogs. Not too much of a surprise in Major League Soccer, but Columbus has lost five games in a row, so <laughs> it's tough to see them as favorites anywhere. Uh, the game's a little bit better than a pick em for them, so... We'll see if uh, they can live up to that. Spoiler alert, Dave Bingham may be my goalkeeper at the end of this thing. So, But we will start at the forward position uh, like we always do here at Rotowire. The top two forward choices, they might be guys that fall into the category of just team jam them in. Technically, Josie Altidore is the second best, but he's injured. So up to the very top, you got Zlatan Ibrahimovic for 10.2. And Joseph Martinez, he's finally restored to his rightful place near the top of the forward price list uh, at 9k you know we were seeing him down there in the 8ks for a little while it was it was getting ugly but scored himself a nice brace last game and at home against toronto with the biggest favorite on the slate status he's bound to be a popular option and i really think he's gonna be popular along with slotten to be honest because this is slight uh, that's really lacking for mid-range forward options uh, I, I can go down and you know josie's hurt piatti is the next guy on the list uh Probably not going to play on the road at Red Bulls, even if he did somehow rally and get into the squad. Carlos Heel has been productive, but New England just looks terrible, and they are big dogs. I think he could be productive, but at 7,900, I don't think I want to take that risk. The next guy down the list just astounds me. I made a comment about this on an earlier podcast and this season, and DK still hasn't fixed it, but Andres Yvonne uh, continues to be the highest-priced Red Bulls uh, attacker at 7,800, uh, four, I should say, and... The guy barely plays. He's come on in a substitute in a few games, but he doesn't even do much in you know his little 10-minute cameos. But for some reason, DraftKings just wants to keep putting him up there above uh, Bradley Wright Phillips and above Brian White, who's actually probably going to get you know the start up top for the Red Bulls. So it is just funny how he kind of clogs it. He hasn't really, he never really did almost anything to earn that. The status is the most expensive Red Bulls forward, but whatever. Score one for the humans, and the algorithms cannot uh, take over our lives just yet. Diego Fagundes, pass. Obviously, I'll play heel uh, for 300 more. Uh, Vialba, 7,500. Probably not going to fit in my build with Joseph, uh, although I think you, if you really wanted to fade Zlatan, you could do a Vialba, Vialba Martinez, or you wanted to play Vialba over Martinez just for a differential in a tournament. You know, Obviously, you can do that. Pania, you know, he's he has not been playing lately. Uh, we start to look a little bit better when you bring up uh, Uriel Antunia for LA, but I'm not skipping guys. I'm going every guy down the list, and none of these guys jump out at me. I, I will skip a few because CJ Sapong doesn't do it for me. Uh, you know, Rubinho for Columbus, they 
again, they're a slight favorite, uh, but not sure I want to pay 6500 for him. So you kind of get the picture from this list that I'm going through that the top two guys, Zlatan and Joseph, you almost have to just bite the bullet and, and go for them. The, there are a little bit better options when you get down to the value area. Um, we go to Brian White, who I mentioned, you know, only at 6K could be a good option for you at Red Bulls as your third biggest favorite on the slate, but a decent enough favorite. And Montreal has been really bad. Brian White is uh, not the most consistent scorer of DK points, but I don't hate his chances to be involved in a goal here and at least pick up, you know, hockey assist or something like that. Jassy Zardes, also pretty cheap. Uh, he's not scoring. He's in bad form, not really doing the, the things that he was able to do earlier this year and later last year. Uh, but a 5400 maybe is a home favorite. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it if you if you just uh, need it, the salary relief to to do with, with the rest of what you want to do with your lineup. I, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Same thing with Novio right below him, who is projected to start uh, at least on the MLS soccer web page, the official league page. They should know, right? But I've been a fan of Novillos, but he's not really his price keeps coming up even though he doesn't really produce a ton. He did get a goal, but. I don't see myself, I could sort of see myself looking at White, Zardes, Novio down here. Way more than the guys in the 7K range. So After that, it gets pretty ugly again. You're looking for a wild start by maybe uh, Jorgensen, who hasn't really done much for Red Bull. And that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> that's that's about all I can tell you. If I'm starting to build a lineup, I'm probably just jamming in Zlatan and Joseph and seeing where I can go from there and seeing if I can fit the rest. But all these guys, they're all pretty much the same is what it all boils down to is that you're just you're looking for a goal and you can pay various prices to try to achieve that and look play various odds but ultimately every single person in the forward pool that i can come up with here besides maybe carlos heel despite his bad matchup you know he's a goal dependent shooting floor dependent forward and so why not take the guys who have the best shooting floor by far and pay up for them and so that's what I'm probably going to do. So we'll see. Uh, what that limits you in and what you kind of have to decide then is once you move to the midfield, do you want to pay up also for Pozuelo? For Toronto, who has been, you know, taken over the league by storm. He's a DFS mastermind in terms of always racking up stats across the categories. You know, peripherals everywhere, double digits every week. You know, he, he's been great. Biggest dog on the slate, a road dog. Costs 500 less than Zlatan, so you're kind of like choosing. You know, Zlatan's the road dog, and Pozuelo's a road dog, so you kind of have to choose like which 10 KDI do you want to spend on for on the road. I kind of lean towards Zlatan just because the positional scarcity up at forward. I, I like the midfield guys a lot better. We'll see. Piotti, we mentioned him. Uh, probably not going to play. Alessandrini out, Barco out. Santos is a favorite. Uh, I probably want to go a little bit lower though, but I wouldn't hate the idea of playing Pedro Santos at all. I think. There could be, a, I think that game could kind of blow up, you know, both ways. It could be back and forth and give, you know, three or four goals. So definitely don't hate Pedro Santos, but I'm probably more inclined to go a little lower, play Daniel Royer, uh, who seems back in scoring form. I don't want to overreact to like one good comeback win by the Red Bulls or anything. Hopefully I won't, <laughs> but uh, they did look, they do, they are finally starting to look a little bit better. So, um, and we've expected big things from them early in the season and didn't deliver, but that doesn't mean we should, you know, hesitate to go back to expecting good things from them once they uh, round themselves into form because they do have the, the class obviously uh royer i think is in play but he's a little expensive i'm the type of guy that always goes down to sean davis when i'm looking for a new york red bulls midfielder he's got the set pieces and he he gets up and he gets enough of a chance of a hockey assist that i think he can 
usually balance out the more expensive guys. But, you know, Royer, Zhukowski, uh, Kaku, if he's in, uh, I actually don't know the status of, his, status of his suspension. That's why I probably need JD on this podcast. He's, he's always there to correct me when I mention a guy who actually has no chance of playing. But, you know, Moyle, if he's in, all those guys can score. Those are all maybe higher upside than Davis, but Davis brings the floor that I usually like when it comes to being a Red Bulls midfielder. There's a lot of other players that I like here in this mid-range, you know, a little bit lower in the 7Ks. As much as the 7K forwards were a total wasteland, there's a veritable oasis in the 7K range here in the midfield because uh, you're looking at guys like Gressel. You're looking at guys like Katai. You're looking at guys like Royer, Santos, 8,800, but I'm going to keep him in the range. Tidare, usually productive, although he's coming off a pretty bad dud. Uh, Zajkowski, like I said, 7K. So a lot of good options for you in the 7K range and even a little bit lower uh, on the slate at midfield. Obviously, Pitti Martinez, late to mention him because he's already sitting here in my dummy lineup. With Barco out, you can expect Pitti to sort of take over all the set pieces, I hope. Uh, there's a chance Gressel could take some. We, don't, we haven't seen it, so we don't know exactly what it'll look like. But Pity's been kind of splitting. Uh, this is kind of his chance to shine and maybe carve out a little bit more of a, a role for himself on this new club that he's joined with high expectations. He's been slow to adapt, similar to Barco last year. So, you know, Barco's kind of finally, after a year, taken over the team for himself. And uh, with him being out for this World Cup stretch, it's a chance for Pity to sort of make his mark. So I like Pity 6,900. You know, he, I'll put him with Joseph and hopefully they can link up. The Martinez boys, another great play, I think. I don't know if I'm being too optimistic with this guy or not, but uh, Nico Gaitan has not, his score has gone down the last few weeks and his price has dropped a little bit, thankfully, to go with it. He's down at 6,300, second biggest favorite on the slate. He's, like I said, he hasn't been producing, but he's still overall the set pieces or most of them splitting a little bit with Mihailovic. So I still like Gaitan for a little bit cheaper than Mihailovic, who. Should be over a lot more opportunities in this great matchup at home against New England as a big, you know, odds betting favorite. So I'm going to go probably Gaitan and Pity and go from there. Not to give away too much of what I'm planning to do <laughs> if you're playing against me, but uh, that top four seems pretty solid to me. Uh, and you can kind of vary yourself down, down at the bottom uh, a little bit more. I'll keep it mysterious. Uh, there are some more mid-range plays I don't hate. Uh, Jonathan Dos Santos has been kind of taking the sets for LA. He's got a little bit of a floor, although they are on the road. But if you want to pair him with Zlatan in a tournament, you could get something there. The Jets a little cheaper and, and brings the open play sort of same upside role. Uh, this is kind of a weird one that probably people will not really follow with me on, but I really don't hate Frankowski for 3800 on Chicago. Another guy who... Numbers haven't quite been there. You know, he's only averaging maybe about counting the fact that he got a couple of assists earlier in the season. You know, he his uh, fancy points per game is 5.3. He's down at 3.8 as far as salary, and he's been playing. He played fullback, started at fullback even from the midfield spot. I know people hate playing the midfielder who's on the back line and can't get you that clean sheet bonus, and I will give Chicago a decent enough chance of getting a clean sheet against New England, but... In this case, I almost wouldn't mind it. If I saw Frankowski lined up there at, at the back again, I, I might take a flyer on him at 3,800 if I want you know, maybe probably in multiple lineups, I'd, I'd definitely think about it to try to do a, a jam in with uh, like Joseph and Zlatan and Pozuelo, all three type of thing. So 
Not the worst play for sub 4K in my book. There may be people out there who know the Chicago Fire a little bit better than me uh, who think that's crazy. Who knows? Once we get down lower than that, really not worth talking about too much. Defense. Uh, this is great. Uh, you know, continuing the trend of the slate, the most expensive plays at the position are uh, already pre-ruled out. You're looking at, you know, Bello, Affle, Valenzuela. None of those guys are going to play. So thankfully you don't have to waste salary on them because none of those guys are really worth the expensive price tags they come with, even if they were playing. So maybe just my opinion, uh, you know, obviously Athel can score, but he hasn't been really doing it so much this year. So we're going to go lower. Um, I don't hate Connor Lade, the next guy down to 5,500. He's been productive. He's been shooting for Red Bulls. He's been scoring a little bit too. So Escobar for Atlanta, always a favorite play of mine. Uh, he scored a goal for me one time to help me win a big Matchup last year, I think, and I, I don't even remember the details other, of what happened other than that Escobar saved me. So, always been a big fan of his. Uh, another guy who can actually get shots from the fullback position and doesn't hate a cross either. We know about Rolf Felcher. Interesting move by Atlanta. Last game, they benched Breck Shea and they started Parkhurst at, uh, at fullback. And even though he wasn't exactly prototypical attacking wing fullback that you might uh, would have sought to see from Breck. He did get a few crosses in. He wasn't bad. And if I saw him in that role, you know, with Breck on the bench again, you know, Parkhurst at 3,300, he came through with five points last time. So uh, I wouldn't hate five points for 3,300 uh, this week, especially if, with a few of the other spends that I want to try to get in. So hopefully Breck Shea, 4,800 is benched, and we can go down to Parkey at 3,300 again. You know, the mid-range here with guys like Lovitz for Montreal, Morrow for Toronto, DeLeon for Toronto, Calvo with his new team. He got booted out of Minnesota. He's playing for Chicago now. He came on as a sub last game. He might get a start. I think he's projected to start. So Jimenez for Columbus is the sort of fake fullback, faux fullback, if you will, uh, the Lines up at that position, but doesn't really act like a fullback. Uh, so, don't really like any of those guys, but that's a few of the names you might be sort of batting around in your head as you finish off your defensive lineup. I actually don't hate uh, this guy, uh, Broke Guillard for Montreal. He's been pretty productive in the fullback spot, but I don't really like Montreal, so it is what it is. But if he, I may end up there, who knows? Going down further, you're in center back land. It's kind of pick a goal, any goal. I'll leave it to the people in the chat to shout out their favorite center backs for goal, XG, upside, smash, slam, lockage, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, goalkeeper real quick. Don't spend too much. It's a big enough slate, obviously, with uh, eight different keepers in play. But uh, There is one that I think uh, I teased this earlier. Uh, you know, Like I said, Columbus is a slight favorite over LA, probably just because they're home, but I kind of like LA to get the win here, so I don't. I don't hate uh, rolling out Bingham for 4,300, but you may have your own preference that you'd like to go with that goalkeeper. Uh, Usted for Chicago played a really good game the other day, and uh, against LAFC held them to a nil-nil draw, which uh, I think that was the first points anyone had taken away from LAFC at Bank of California Stadium. Good sign for the Chicago for kind of starting to turn their season around. So. Usted might be a good play against New England if you can, if you get the salary there and you want to have your best shot at a clean sheet win. I'll probably be a little cheaper. So that's the slate. Go register for some MLS contests, everybody. Um, if you haven't played MLS but you play other soccer games, give it a shot. The secondary assists really 
could be game changers they change it up so if you're looking for kind of a different experience you haven't tried it out yet give it a shot next time you can expect the other guys to be back uh, tell me all the badness of my takes but hopefully you all finish right behind me in the contest we'll see you next time thank you for listening to the rotowire fantasy soccer podcast for more great content visit rotowire.com soccer If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.